Well, hey there, travelers. Welcome to another episode of Along the Darkened Road with Ricky Glore. Ricky is a writer, comedian, and filmmaker. His horror film, All Your Friends Are Dead, is set to come out by 2022's end. While he's catching some window time, I get to pick his brain about horror movies with questions like this. What's a film or director you feel more people need to see? A hidden gem, perhaps. Um, I've got a few. Um, one seems a little bit more mainstream because it came out when I was younger. So I saw it on its initial release, um, but I feel like it maybe has gotten lost to time a little bit. Um, is the 90s, I think it's 90s, maybe late, early 2000s, Joyride with Paul Walker and Lily Sobieski and Steve Zahn by the main stars. Paul Walker and Steve Zahn play Strange Brothers who get together um, for a, a cross-country road trip. Um, I can't remember what the reason is. Steve Zahn is like mishap brother who's always in trouble with the law getting into stuff Paul Walker is in college like smart got his stuff together uh, brother and uh, is dating Lily Sobieski and uh, she ends up joining them they go to pick her up at college I'm a little foggy on the, the story but anyway, it turns into like a, a duel, like Steven Spielberg's duel kind of situation where Paul Walker and Steve Zahn, while on the road before getting Lily Sobieski, um, get a, a um, radio CB and they start trying to see if they can talk to any truckers and mess with them. And there uh, are a bunch of truckers who are horny and looking for women. So Paul Walker is able to change his voice and do an effect of sounding like a young woman, which I don't know necessarily truthfully plays off, but creates this fake handle as this young, uh, horny woman who wants to have sex with a gross truck driver and baits this guy, um, Paul Walker, they use the handle Candy Cane, and they're like, yeah, 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 well, let's, let's meet up, let's meet up, let's uh, meet, meet up at this oats, this motel, this uh, hole-in-the-wall motel, bring roses and a box of chocolates, or a special, like, champagne or something, uh, and I'll see you there. Well, the boys get a room number of a guy at the motel that they're staying at, who's kind of a dick. So they tell the truck driver to meet them at that room. And they're in the room next door. They hear a noise and it sounds like a struggle and uh, something happening. And the truck driver kills the guy in the room where they said that the girl was going to be. And so now Paul Walker and Steve Zahn are like, uh, ooh, ooh, we messed up, we messed up. They end up going to the cops and telling them they're like, this is why you don't mess with people on the road, especially truck drivers. And they go pick up Lily Sobieski and they continue their journey. And then they get entangled back with the truck driver again and, and hunted down throughout the rest of the movie. And 
good. It's a nice little thriller. Um, because I don't know if it's necessarily a hidden gem. I just think it's one that has maybe been lost to time. There's been uh, a few straight-to-DVD sequels, if not one, if not two of them, at least one. Uh, doesn't feature any of the main cast ever again. But the first one has a lot of charm. <coughs> and then another uh, hidden gem that I feel people have missed out on is Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. And I believe I maybe have mentioned this movie on this podcast before. It is a straight-to-video sequel to Prom Night starring Jamie uh, Lee Curtis and Leslie Nielsen. It has nothing to do with that movie. It doesn't have anything to do with the name of the school. This movie is supernatural. The other original, the first one is just a slasher movie, but it is Canadian produced. Um, and this one, I think came out around 88, 87, and it is a kitchen sink of a movie. It has everything in it. Everything, like, I think there is post-Halloween, a lot of movies like Prom Night, we're ripping it off uh, Friday the 13th. You get a lot of slasher, holiday slashers, or event slashers, like New Year's Evil. Um, and then you have post Nightmare on Elm Street, where things were starting to rip that off and be in the vein of that. And then there's post Hellraiser, where then, like, even Elm Street borrows chains and stuff uh, in Elm Street 4 start seeing a boiler room with chains hanging and hooks and that hadn't exist, existed in the Elm Street world until Hellraiser came out. But so 87's Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2 is a story about a pretty um, awful teenage girl named Mary Lou who treats every person, every guy, every girl like shit um, is going to become prom queen and then kind of like a carry situation gets um, killed. Well, Carrie doesn't get killed. Carrie White doesn't get killed. But Mary Lou gets killed on a little bit of Freddy. She gets burnt. She gets set on fire on prom night after she gets nominated or gets crowned prom queen. And then she comes back years later, I think 20 years later, to haunt the new kids of prom night weekend. Uh, who's going to be the new prom queen. What's great about this movie, like I said, is the kitchen sink aspect. There's nightmares because Elm Street was big. There's some nightmare imagery. Uh, there are some fun over-the-top acting. There is some stuff where you're just like, this movie is bananas, but like, for a good reason. There are some really weird, fun, campy visuals. Um, check it out. I think it's maybe streaming on Amazon if it was, if it's not anymore. But check out Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Trying to think of uh, other possible hidden gems. The burning is pretty good, especially for one scene. That is a proto Friday the 13th slasher ripoff. Oh, Race with the Devil starring... Police reported ahead. Race with the Devil, starring Peter Fonda and Warren Oates, is a fun 70s cult movie where Peter Fonda is a dirt bike motocross um, pro-athlete. 
Bernard Oates is his manager and owns the company of dirt bikes that he rides or motocross bikes that he rides. And they want to take a vacation. They've been working real hard. They haven't had some vacation in a while with their wives. So they do a double date vacation with each of them bringing their wives on a Winnebago and a couple of Watch motocross bikes. Watch out vehicle bikes. on shoulder ahead. And a couple of motocross bikes. And uh, they go camping cross country in their Winnebago. And while they're camping, staying up late one night, tying a few on after the wives have gone to bed, they witness from across the way in the conjoining park um, people in robes bring out this naked woman then proceed to sacrifice her over flame they're like we better get the fuck out of here and so the, the robed cult that was performing the sacrifice sees them seeing them and then chases them and then the rest of the movie is them running away from this cult no matter how far away they get they cannot escape this cult so I think that's a I think if you're a, if you're a horror fan a horror aficionado you're gonna know Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2 you're gonna, you're gonna know The Burning um, but if, if you're if you're just like dipping your toes in the horror waters um, and you don't know like to name a director name a couple directors definitely check out everything David Cronenberg especially his early work so Slither I don't love Rabbit. I think Rabbit, his follow-up uh, movie to Slither, is just another version of Slither, but with uh, Marilyn Chambers, who was a big porn star at the time. She's the lead, so that's a little bit of a a niche thing about the movie. Um, the Brood, I think, is phenomenal, weird movie. Um, you check out check out some Dario Argento. One of the best yellows, I think, is Bird with the Crystal Plumage, his first one. And then another great one is Opera, which I think is probably his last good movie. It came out in the 80s. My only gripe about Opera is the last 15 minutes. 20 to 15 minutes is completely unnecessary. If you like the movie and what it was, um, when the movie ends at the opera, stop it there. My last recommend um, is, again, another another movie horror aficionados would know is Alice Sweet Alice, um, or also goes under the title Holy Terror, but I think it's most known as Alice Sweet Alice, starring, uh, loosely starring, but her name's plastered on it, Brooke Shields. That is a movie that is dirty feeling. There's no sweat quality to it. It feels very 70s, very lascivious. Um, goes in ways you, I don't think you're going to expect. There's reveals that you're not going to expect. And then there's a point where you think the movie's ending. And you're like, oh, all right, well, I guess that was, that's what it was. That's what the movie was. And then you press pause, and the movie starts 30 minutes. And where that 30 minutes goes is a roller coaster. And it's just a chef's kiss that really puts a nice cherry on top of the movie. That also is on Amazon for a while. Alice, Sweet Alice on Amazon Prime, if it's still on there. Check them out and enjoy them. Broaden your horror horizons. Well, what do you think, travelers? 
I'm sure Ricky would like you to connect with him on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, at Ricky Glore. Until then, <laughs> stay scared.